Hello, beautiful people. It's September. Step nine. Can you believe it? Step nine already. Crazy. We're about to cycle uh, a year at step 11, so we're getting there. Okay, so just a refresher. Step eight made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. So step nine is made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. And I'm sorry, I did not introduce myself. I am Bobby the Awesome. Welcome to my show. We, what happens when we do this step work is I read to you out of the Gamblers Anonymous Working the Steps pamphlet. And I just kind of have a GA meeting with myself <laughs> over the airwaves. Um, aside from the fact that I'm breaking the rules because I'm being public and having a meeting. But eh, it's all good. So here we go. To make amends means making amends in person whenever possible. If miles apart makes such a meeting impossible, a phone call, perhaps followed by a letter, would fit the bill course in today's day and age uh, we could just zoom right in regard to the method you choose the question one must ask is am I following the program and taking my lumps or seeking a softer easier way one must be satisfied in one's own heart that you did the harm and likewise you must be satisfied with the method chosen to make amends now I used to read these in the chunks but I or in the whole thing and then go back but I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm going to kind of chunk this up a little bit. So this is basically saying, are you being a wimp? <laughs> are you taking the easy way out? Or are you really owning your apology and your amends? In that, also, just so you know, if you take the easy way, you're probably not going to heal. It, it's, Yeah. You're not, you're not going to get the effect out of it that you want or need for your recovery if, if you do what's the easiest. Which amends should be made first? Look back to step four, and it's quite possible that you have already made or started to make amends. Sometimes pressure makes this decision, although that may not be the best way. Loan sharks might scare you more than bookies, so you may react to fear and start with them. Bookies may come next, then banks. Last may come friends and relatives because you don't fear them. In truth, they should probably be first on your list except for a crime you've committed, which may lead to a court action or incarceration. Yeah, so amends are more than just apologies. It's, it's kind of fixing the damage that you've done. And depending on what kind of gambling you've done, will depend on if you have things like loan sharks and bookies to deal with. The friends and relatives part is the is the part that really resonates with me the most in cuz I I never had a loan shark or a bookie. And if I was to give you some advice on this, yes, it makes sense to do them first because they're your friends and family, right? And you're going to live with them forever but you may need to do you know the first eight steps you may need to do the soul searching to do the deep 
digging bountiful amends. I'm sure that when you first quit gambling, you're apologizing or you might be apologizing along the way as you get caught or as things come up. But just just think about that. And as far as like the court and jails and all those those things, again, for your own recovery, I mean, it's important with the process. Like when I saw my friend Michelle get sentenced, you know, she definitely, she had embezzled a lot of money and she definitely apologized to her former employee, to the court, to the families and everybody that was impacted by, you know, her decision to steal. It's, it's an individual thing, this making amends stuff. The solution to these questions may be found in an effective pressure relief group meeting. Usually amidst all the confusion, it'll be suggested that each creditor be asked for a moratorium. This extra time will permit a chance for pressure relief group meeting to be held and a course charted which will, in time, rid one of all the pressure of debts and bring manageability into your new way of life. The pressure relief meeting can cover marital, legal, and financial areas. It's an objective approach. Help will come from experienced people who once were in the same shoes. The success of such a get-together depends on complete openness, spouse's willingness to cooperate in the plan, and continuing desire to follow the plan to the letter until completed. It is equally important that a single member also have a pressure relief group meeting. As one approaches those harmed, one may assume to know how they will react to the effort. Try not to predict their reactions. The reaction is not predictable. At this point, honesty is needed. I guess I jumped ahead. So to clarify, a pressure relief group meeting, I probably should look up the, the GA definition, but essentially it's it's to take the pressure off, right? And ex- more seasoned Gamblers Anonymous members that have gone through life can can share their experience in these meetings. Now, I've never personally been through one, and I've, I've heard a lot of talk about them. What my experience was, was that there wasn't, there wasn't enough of a pool of people to help hold one. Like it kind of fizzled in the places that I was at. It was a discussion point. And it's not that people didn't want to do it. It's just that, you know, if you don't have the resources, it was hard to be provided. So I don't want to act like I've been through one. I just understand the concept from being in the rooms. As long as honesty is present, you can correctly present the harm and how you intend to try to make amends for this harm. One may be facing a long period of paying back debts. In some rare cases, perhaps the task will take a lifetime. So like in my friend Michelle's case, she'll be paying back the government and her, I can't think of the word, it's a C word. Um, anyway, she'll, I want to say constitution, but that's not it. Restitution. I guess it doesn't belong with the C at all. Blah, begin with the C at all. Her restitution for the rest of her life. And, and sometimes that happens. I, I will be honest with you guys. I, from a personal opinion thing, from recovery perspective and from my journey and from watching other people's journeys. Now, again, 
you may have heard me say this, and I understand that maybe it's not feasible for everyone, but if you can somehow figure out a way to pay back your stuff, your debt, and own it instead of just going bankrupt because it's easier, because you you want that money like written off, I strongly suggest you are not going to recover or heal the same as if you did the work yourself and you paid back the debts. I've, I've seen it over and over. And essentially what I'm implying, <laughs> just to be very crystal clear, is that now I, I can't say that I've, I can prove this, but I'm implying that if you go bankrupt instead of owning your stuff and and being reminded, even if it does take you the rest of your life, like these examples that I'm giving you with Michelle, you you are reminded on why you should not bet. It almost, you know, you need you need to own it. And bankruptcy to me is just like a, a get out of jail free card. Like, oh, it never happened. So it's very easy to go back and have it happen again. So if you're if you're serious about wanting to recover and move forward in life and learn and grow, I believe that that's part of the process. Now it's it's my opinion, and I know there's not many things I get like truly on a soapbox about. Uh, transparency and bankruptcy are probably two of my biggest hot points. Where was I? Two. Remember, it took a long time gambling to get to this point. Okay, here we go. Um, as long as honesty is present, you, I'm going to redo it. As long as honesty is present, you can correctly present the harm and how you intend to try to make amends for the harm. One may be facing a long period of paying back debts, in some rare cases, perhaps a lifetime. Remember, it took a long time gambling to get to this point, and it may take a longer time to repay. Recovery from addiction is a lifetime process. These wrongs can be corrected by practicing the steps in your daily life. One may hear in Gamblers Anonymous, you must walk the way you talk. As one practices the steps, personal growth will result and family will benefit. Abstaining from gambling, working the program, and making amends, you will gradually return to society. Self-respect, no longer absent, starts to return. Making amends does not always mean just repaying. You may not have taken money from your in-laws. You might have treated them poorly, very poorly or with indifference. Also, think about your fellow workers, teachers, neighbors, etc. So it's really saying to kind of like take inventory of who you hurt along the way. And for me, the more meetings I went to and the more step work I did and the more conversations I heard and the more I listened, the more I realized the harm I was doing and how I impacted people that I hadn't thought I impacted. It's, it's very interesting when you think about who, who you're impacting. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to, say, this neighbors thing. So my neighbors at, at part of the heyday of my gambling in New York, they were so sweet. They, they are so sweet. And they were scientists and they wrote books and they were just really cool. But they were also on the board of the YMCA. So when it came time to fundraise, you know, they were advocating for it and everything. Now, if I wasn't gambling and I was closer to the person I am today, 
would I have contributed in a better way? Would I have get you know supported the why? I mean, I've always gave money to the why, but in and participating in things that were fundraisers. But could I have done a better job? Did I did I do harm? Who knows? When I, when I was a kid, I went to YMCA camp. Let's say, and I'm just hypothetically because there's no way to really tell sometimes. But let's say that because I was gambling, I didn't give them money towards the fundraising. And maybe somebody in school or somebody that needed to go to summer camp that it could have been pivotal. You know, maybe the difference between them ending up in jail or dead or using drugs or in a gang or whatever or finding the right path by going to YMCA camp. Now, I'm just kind of making up an elaborate extreme example but our choices when we're gambling definitely has impact. And that's what I'm trying to say to you. Okay, so here's some of the discussion stuff. Good, good judgment will be required to take step nine. Timing and prudence are needed. We'll also need courage. Oh, yeah, you need courage, guys. Discussion. Has anger diminished? Can we deal with the problems clearly and objectively? This is this is why I say pause a little when it comes to friends and family to make sure that you're in a place where you're where you're thinking a little bit more clearly and objectively. And also, I really believe until you really understand what expectations are and how to not have them, <laughs> I, I don't think you should make amends. It, it's it could be detrimental because you can go into a situation where in your mind, you know, you're going to make your amends and everything will be all right. But the reaction of the other person could be something that you're not ready to accept or deal with. So if you can't deal with it, you need to cope. If you need to cope, you go to the casino or you go to the bet. So it's important, guys, that you take your time with this and you do what you need to do and follow the steps. Like if if that's your approach, it's the 12-step approach. There set in the order they are for a reason. They don't get finished overnight for a reason. There's a lot of healing that needs to happen, a lot of growth and development that needs to happen along the way. Today, what personal consequences are unacceptable and what fears remain? What personal consequences are unacceptable? I'm not exactly sure what they mean by that. What what pops into my mind, what personal consequences are unacceptable? I think for me, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt people or impact people and have to make amends because I hurt them. Like, I don't want to be a person that hurts people. You know, I was a real jerk to somebody at work last week that didn't deserve it. And I tried to call him to make amends. I, I wasn't able to get a hold of him, but I left him a crazy voicemail, but that wasn't the person I wanted to be. I hated that. Last fall, I had sent that nasty text that I've told you about, and it was probably the meanest thing. I still think it's one of the meanest things I've ever done in my life, if not the meanest, and that was not the person I wanted to be. I I, I needed to do that, to do some healing, unfortunately, it might have been what was best for Bobby, but it's still not really how I want to show up in the world. 
And to me, the consequence, the personal consequences was all those things that I felt those three weeks before I made the amends. It was it was brutal. It, it tore me up inside. And I don't I don't want to feel that way. So it goes back to being in tune and mindful of our behaviors today and how we show up and how we treat people or things so that we can align it with our values. And what fears remain? I don't really have a lot of fears, um, so I can't speak to that one really good. So I'm going to have to just move on, guys. Having made a list of those we harmed, we saw that groups of individuals are divided. One are some we will some will be seen now, later or never. And then some opportunities to make amends have passed. So this, I was just talking about this last night. Um, you know, this goes back to my biological. Um, you know, if he, let's say he wanted to make amends to me um, or any of us kids, if, you know, like if he stopped drinking and he went to recovery and he decided to make amends, like it's too late. He didn't get to do that before he died. Um, and maybe there's people in your life that pass away before you get a chance or, you know, maybe, I don't know, there's bad things can happen. So that's where the never could come in. And, and that's how some of the amends could, could have passed. Uh, the next discussion points, procrastination, too much thinking and not enough work with personal problem solving and growth and reasons for not making amends when opportunity arose what to do at this point. So, yeah, procrastinating because you're afraid of how people are going to react or treat you. Because sometimes you may have done harm and people don't even know that you did harm. So I could see people wanting to drag their feet in those cases. I mean, nobody wants to be like, hey, I was an asshole. Hey, I hurt you. That doesn't feel good to anyone. But you know what does feel good, guys? Owning our shit. That feels amazing. So when we take responsibility and we do apologize or make amends and do whatever that whatever that looks like for you in your situation, I promise you that you will feel bad on, better on the other side of it. Maybe not immediately, but ultimately you will feel better on the other side of it. So if if you're procrastinating out of fear, I, I don't suggest that. If you're procrastinating because you don't think that there's enough healing or um, foundation or that it might have a bad result, that that's probably a different situation. And reasons for not making amends when the opportunity arose. I would think that this probably comes out of either fear. Fear's the first thing that I can see with this of why we wouldn't make amends or maybe we're not in a place like both recoveries until I, um, you know, met the guy and learned how to be vulnerable and worked on that through counseling and group and all that stuff. I could see being in a situation where maybe people are around and not wanting to make amends because there was an audience. So, so fear, and and exposure, I guess, might be the word for that. I could see that being reasons that 
opportunities might pass. Step nine warns we can freely admit damage and apologize when. Oh, we can only freely admit damage and apologize when. One, we are reasonably certain we are recovering in the GA program. And two, we are sincere. Truly recovering, when we're certain we're recovering, that's going to be a very individual thing. I can't tell you if you're recovering or not. Only you can decide that. People in your group can't tell you. Your friends and family can't really tell you. I mean, I think that there are uh, symptoms. That's not a positive word. Um, There are... Why is my vocabulary... Wow, vocabulary lacking this evening. I think that there are... um, you know, things that people can observe that you're recovering. And there's probably things that you res- you can observe in your recovery to tell that you're recovering. It's also about how you feel and how you think and how you act, of course. So you, you do have to be certain. Again, because if you, it's going to be hard to go into amends without expectations. It's just going to be probably one of the hardest things. It's probably even harder than making the amends themselves because... It's just, it's just the way we are. It's, it's just the way as humans that we operate. So you, you have to be in a position of being recovering to be able to handle that, I, I believe. And then being sincere. Yeah, don't just do it to do it. Like if, if you're not going to be sincere about it, there's no point of even doing it. Just wait until you can be. Um, I could see, you know, maybe someone who's not ready and being in a court system or something like that, not being sincere. I would think that most people want to be good people and would want to be sincere and, and, and do the right thing. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I just can't wrap my head around why bother doing it if you weren't being sincere. Like I struggle with that concept mentally. I can't make the connection. So that's, that's the essence of step nine, making direct amends. So I hope that that helped some guys and don't, you know, don't rush it. Be deliberate in your actions and you can have some great success with step nine. All right, beautiful people. Oh, we got to do a quote. So the one I like on this topic comes from Mark Warren. I don't regret things because I learn from mistakes. If needs be, I always make amends. And, you know, that's, that's, could be the truth. And that's how it worked in my example of the evil text. Okay, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in. If you would like, I would greatly appreciate it. If you'd leave a rating or a review. Really helps get the word out to other gamblers that need to hear some recovery messaging. And even people who just need some positivity in their life. All right. Thanks, beautiful people. 